previously on Tomorrow's End. I was going to, once again, the GM will gladly let you blow your own <laughs> arms off. I told Charlie three times, are you sure? He didn't tell me, am I sure? You didn't give him a no, chance. because you should know better. You, you <laughs> played it before. You listened to okay, the podcast. This is what happens when you put the person with poor impulse control facing a monitor giving him suggestions. <laughs> to cross town. Leave the city immediately by the shortest route. Absent members of the family will rejoin the family after they leave. The end was here. Nobody could stop it. But somebody named Morrow tried to help. With teams buried underground to help us survive after the end of the world. But something went terribly wrong. Instead of waking up, they lay sleeping in their tombs, unable to help. Some did get revived, and this is their story. The story of Tomorrow's End, Recon 17. Can we treat this as first contact? Yeah, I, I, as much as I would like to storm through this, I think we need to bypass this. Is, this, this is first outpost. contact with the, the heads up ass group. If yep. we want to figure out what's going on with them, we need to observe them for the night and see what well, their routines we, we are. Need, we need to find out. I don't think observing them through the night is going to help. We need to find out more about their organization and their capabilities because watching these guys is not really going to give us a lot of information as to what could come after us if we take these guys out. So we need to go to Centralia and see if Norman's there? That's why I was thinking, yeah, we contact the and even if, a settlement first. If Norman's not there... I guarantee you we'll find out a little bit more about what they have to bring to bear. And we need to change out of these clothes if we look like them. See, I agree with I, I, I think sitting here listening to what we get out of the sensor and the airwaves is probably the best we're going to get uh, for data because we, we, can't, we can't just hop in there and knock people out and interrogate them. We take the evening, we head towards Centralia, get closer, where we're going to have less chance of running into people. And yeah, because their patrols will be in. Right. And also, just civilians in general, people are not going to be out late at night and stuff. Yeah. So we have a better chance getting closer to Centralia and then... Why don't we retrieve the drone? That's not going to be possible. The drone battery's dead. Yeah. Do we, do we go... You'll have to go in to get it. Do we go the whole way in? I mean, do we, do we, do we ex- completely exhaust... You'd have to climb the top of a, uh, to the top of one of those two-story buildings. We got, I mean, we have. how many more do we have? You have a total of eight. So we have right, seven so left. Okay. All right, so we're, we're good right we'll now. We'll come back. Yeah, we'll yeah. come back. And you'd have to figure out how to re- redo a launch Don't worry. capability on I got batteries. No, it uses gunpowder. And you need a primer. I, I can recharge the battery, though. True. You're just not going to launch it up in the air. Right. We'll just throw it. Yeah, mm-hmm. but with the mm-hmm. launcher, yeah. Let's let it get darker. Let them... And then I say we head towards Centralia. Yeah. All right, we still haven't recalibrated, fully calibrated the, the system. No. So keep that in the back of your heads. We would like, I would like to do that sometime in the next couple days. We might not have an open field but, between now and getting but, to Centralia. Well, that's so. why I say let's use tonight to get away from here get closer and we can do it maybe tomorrow night now you guys are all doing this discussion over radio because all of you are at different positions to observe um yeah yes yes yeah of course we're scrambled radio i'm presuming oh crap remember they were picking up our signal as it was getting uh, dusk william notices in the sky something that looks like that video something went across the sky it was illuminated by the sun and you could see 
the white dot went from northwest to southeast. Northwest to southeast. I don't know this that though. Don't do I? What what satellite? Someone flying a satellite. Northwest to southeast. Oh, this is, if this is the same thing that we saw last night. When I saw it last night, it went north to south. So that sounds like something in a transpolar orbit. Correct. What's in orbit, Tim? <laughs> <laughs> or what's coming out of is orbit. It, is it passed by now? Yes. Okay. Yes. It only takes about 30 minutes for it to come, uh, go from horizon to horizon. So it's slow moving. That's not a satellite. It's a LEO. It's a low Earth orbit. Well, I was going to say, uh, if we have this much time, use the optics on uh, on this, on our vehicle to try to get a view of it. No, no. It's, it's, it's too far away for me to be able to make out what it is. I might be able to see it with my eyes, but and I'm not going to be able to get a good but that would be picture. Tra- that would be traveling is. too slow to maintain orbit. If it takes half an hour to go from horizon to horizon, well, the reason saying it's it, way the hell up there. Well, I was gonna say with, then we wouldn't see it. Well, with the space station, it was shiny. I I can pull up binoculars and watch this uh, the ISS. The, the ISS, H, yeah, you can see and, it and actually make out its shape and everything with binoculars. So, wow, yeah, but it goes much faster than half right, an hour. Right, from, while it's, yeah, it's saying, only, the ISS is fifteen minutes, but it's only two hundred miles yeah, up. But that's what I'm saying. It yeah. might be. Our optics might still be able to give us an idea okay. what it is. So I trained the the vehicle's cameras up. And vehicle I, cameras do not have enough uh, angle. Ampli- uh, they have the amplification to be able to see the light, but they can't have. They don't have magnification. Binoculars. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Tape the binoculars onto the. No. The periscope. <laughs> Use your no, eyeballs. I look. Okay. With the binoculars. You've got enough time to uh, you get back to the vehicle, you find it where you can try to get a spot, and you've got an angle. It's not really clear, but you see it looks like that it is a a cylinder that has two wings coming off of it. The Hubble. Hubble is falling. It could, it, it could be a degrading orbit of something that was already up there. It, it's going to be a, a satellite, period. It didn't look like a helicopter. It didn't look like a jet. So. Well, it could have been. I didn't look like the UFOs you saw as a child. Well, so poss- thank God. <laughs> well, possible, you know, uh, Chinese space station. It's but- Sputnik, guys. It came back. <laughs> Proximity sensors are going off. You had them set um, to full, right? Mm-hmm. Proximity sensors are currently going off. All right. Someone want to take a look with the MVG, see what we can see? I'll grab the MVGs. Kind of dark yes. outside. You guys are parked near the near the lake. To the south of you, there is three heat signatures walking, and they are walking from the west. From the west. Along the lake. patrols coming in. Maybe the one that didn't answer. All right. Are they heading? How close are they seem to be? They're they're like walking down the road. Do we want to put eyeballs on them? We should be good just sitting here. Yeah. Yeah, If we're close to them. We'll just observe. Okay. You see them come up and basically walk up to the gate. And they let them in. Okay. So that's the last of the patrols they were looking for, right? Do we hear any radio chatter as they go into the gate? No. Okay. None at all. Okay. It sounds like the roads are pretty clear. Why don't we head towards Centralia, park outside until morning? The moon is coming up, and it's like a half moon. So if you guys run, uh, run with star, starlight yeah, um, optics on the vehicle, it's like driving during the day. That'd be my suggestion. I'll fire it up. You'll be able to easily avoid running over anything that's in the room. So, okay, where are you going? And um, I should give the NVGs to somebody to hop up. Yeah, in I was going to say somebody should be in the Coppola. In the Coppola. And- I'll take the Coppola. Okay. All right. So what you guys are guessing from where you're at <clears throat> and from what you guessed of where Centralia is, 
you need to go pretty much due east, maybe a little south. To Sanford. Hold on. Yes. That was your guess, yeah. is that that's what it is, is Sanford. Right. Okay. So you're, you guys are by the base right now, and Sanford is a good distance almost due east um east east southeast so it's yeah you're gonna if you go east southeast that would be close you're gonna have to and you it, it wouldn't be too bad you could you could find a way it's gonna take you all night if you're gonna go at night yeah well yeah, yeah. Uh, well even if we get only halfway there or something um but I say, and they said there's some roads, so we should be able to. Yep. Maybe able to hop on a couple of those right. roads. Yeah. If you're lucky on the roads, uh, you might be able to get up to 25, 30 miles an hour without it being too violent. Okay. While we're so, then you would get there before more. All right, while we're traveling along, one of the one of the guesses is the Hubble. So Jason, look that up. Looks like Hubble's orbit is not. Uh, would never include north to south. Yeah, not a polar orb- right. orbit. Right. Yeah, it's a- unless we got because polar orbits are generally launched from Vandenberg. That or somebody is still tasking spy satellites. That's a possibility. Mm-hmm. But if it's a cylinder with it's a cylinder with wings. Solar cells. Probably solar, probably solar yeah, panels. Yeah, I was just saying. It depends on where they are. Yeah, but but if it's a spy satellite, they could or, or any military satellite they can retask it and change right. its orbit crap we didn't try to get a what its uh, orbit is how much time it's taking so we need to keep an eye out that's time and see if we can even uh pick up any rf what time is it, it that we saw this well the first time you saw it it was i saw it at 2 a.m early morning yeah, yeah 2 a.m now you just saw it at about 8 p.m okay but it was a different but it was a different orbit so we're seeing about a six hour we would see it almost six hours earlier each time if that's consistent if we haven't missed one then we'd see one at like noon the next time or like right two. so it, it would have a an, an orbit we wouldn't see it at the, we wouldn't see it because the sun would break right. out yeah. Yeah. for all we know it has already passed overhead yeah, during the day because it was daytime up yeah so right. we'll keep an eye out for it throughout the night anyways um and but, even if I was trying to search for that radio frequency at night, it's going to be blocked out by the southern aurora borealis. Right. Maybe, maybe not. I mean, we still might be able to pick something up. Depends on the frequencies. Yeah. Exactly. We'll see what kind of burst I can shoot out of this thing. Also, um, normal... I know this is probably not normal, but normally, roughly, normal satellite orbits are roughly 90 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Depending on depending on height and everything. Okay. Right, right now, I say let's let's get closer to Centralia. I say on we, the road again. I say we get close to Centralia and then wait till daylight before we approach it. Like when the sun's actually out and yeah. like just rising. Yeah, let's show up at yes. night because you know nothing nothing uh, shady happens then. That's- show up at night and then flip on all the work lights. As soon as you arrive at the gate, blaring flight of the Valkyrie. <laughs> we'll play All Star. No, that's when you turn on the, the PA and you scream out, "I am the God of Hellfire, God of Thunder." By Kiss, <laughs> there you go. Start playing God of Thunder. Just play Thunderstruck. Oh, there you there go. go. Oh, put it. Oh, that, that's when you push the uh, the blue button that puts all the light work lights into rave mode. <laughs> Communication lasers now become visible. <laughs> no, 
No? Oh, okay. Okay, fine. Be that way. So you guys going to do that yeah. all night? Oh, yeah. Um, so, so Bjorn's got um, the, the, the regular NVGs. Drone. Um, whoever's driving. Digital whiskey. I approve. But, hang on a second. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, the solar cell? That'll be when we retrieve it, or retrieve the next one. The reason they don't have a solar cell is because I can't take them away when they use them. <laughs> that, that is the, that, that is the, the uh, way of the player, is to constantly keep the GM subdued <laughs> and bypass everything that you plan. So as we're driving, I open up one of the flares. Roll. <laughs> roll. Roll oh, for no. what? No. Just roll. So you don't set it off. 82. I fucked us. You guys. <laughs> okay. Oh, Who's driving? <clears throat> that would be Hank. Um, Hank hey, I'm guessing Hank has currently got his face up against the, the optics and everything else. While Hank is driving, he notices that there is a very bright flash that comes around from the edge of the uh, eye cups that he was staring into. I he hears swearing and he did didn't hear the explosion all you heard was and all of your ears are ringing the hell <sighs> what'd you do there is currently screaming coming from the fetus i mean william oh, jesus ah! mm-hmm. oh. i pull over okay and swear a lot I, i'm gonna sound like the, the who was <laughs> and i am keeping an eye out then yeah anybody what that was sleeping is god not damn hell is going on back there of course you can't hear me but I'm saying it anyway. All you see is a mouth moving and anger. Actually, you really don't see much either because you were close enough for the the. It was in my hands. Yeah. <laughs> he detonated flare. one of our drones. Open flare. Mm. Well, the flare or one the, of the, the drones? drone flare. The 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 drone. Mm. The yes. drone. He was going to Tim try keeps to calling modify. them flares, but the, the drones. I open the drone. Pandora's box is mine. Yes. Do we now have six drones? Yeah, you guys are now down to have six. six drones. And depending on Hank's skills, uh, somebody might be down to six fingers. <laughs> oh, damn. I can work with that. <laughs> All right. Put it in park and uh, put it in park and go back and see uh, what the fuck. I stick my head down going, what the fuck happened down here? Exactly. What the fuck happened? The <sighs> smell of gunpowder and blood. Mm, blood. It's thick in the air. Call out the med kit. Okay. Um, are you happy? Or are you happy? I'm extremely pleased with myself because the drone's been, intact. We've been, <laughs> we've been in the future, like, what, two, three days? And you're already trying to blow off your fingers. But the drone's intact. I can add a solar cell to it now. It's intact. <laughs> are your hands intact? Uh, most of All them. All the fingers are still mostly intact. Not more than game okay. until, until Tim tries to take off a limb. Hey, be nice. I blew a leg off of someone. That's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> hour of the game <laughs> you're never playing the violin again ever i never wanted to so what do we want first aid surgery first uh, well, let's start with first aid let's let's try to stop the trauma 25 and i got a 20 oh, yeah. on first aid 25 so that's two. Yo, oh, yeah you guys can assist so okay um i'm not gonna go through the, the i can't Maro assist myself assist no you can't <laughs> uh but you can scream and and, and swear um motherfucker the i'm not gonna go through the whole procedure in there you got you got two successes that means you were able to stop the bleeding and stabilize them so that the, the shock is not going to set in so now okay. you can try surgery to s- fix him damn how many fingers did you cut off 84 you oh, cut no off 84 fingers Okay, now you have new wounds. On the fingers. While you were trying to fix him, um, you discovered still, that there's... still, damn it. There you go. Right there. Fine, I'll hold still. 
knock his ass out. Knock him out. Yeah. I'm... Oh, there you go. So give him something to knock him out. There you go. There you go. Now you can uh, try to fix him. God damn it. I'm asleep. I didn't you even know. You have toes on your hands and ten fingers. What did you do? Tim, Tim, I rolled a 79. Tim has infected my dice. I rolled a 40 on my first aid. I don't know if that helps at all. Oh, you assisted. Yes. That's good. Okay. <laughs> assist, people. Come on, assist. Basically, this takes quite a bit of time. He's actually... By the time everything's done, you, you, he's lost enough blood that you're going to be useless for like a day. For about a day, <laughs> and you are not going to be able to easily... You're going to have a minus 40 to firing a gun. Forever. It will cause you pain to fire a gun for at least the next week. I already failed at firing a gun the first time, and that was when my hands were good. Yeah. yeah that's kinda... <laughs> Maybe he'll be better now. <laughs> yeah, now he'll be better. He'll crack shot every yeah. freaking time. <laughs> yeah, you've got basically bandages <laughs> I got, up. I got mittens on. <laughs> Did I lose any fingers, Tim? Oh, let's find out. Did I lose any fingers? Uh, uh, the holy die of yes, no. It's going to be a no. It's on my side. Yes. <laughs> D10. Which one? Oh, that's a good idea. Don't no, hurt. No, D10 would be... He has the possibility of losing them all. Don't hurt me D4. like that. Well, no. D, no, D10. One, two, three, four, five. Six. Oh, that's a good idea. Okay. Zero. Pinky. Pinky. <laughs> right no. there. Your left right, right pinky. Right pinky. Right pinky. Okay, that's fine. That's there acceptable. Hank is going to put a um, fishing line through it so you can wear it around your neck. I was thinking that. Oh, my God. I was totally thinking about giving him a necklace. I'm going to I'm gonna <laughs> freeze it so that way it's good, and then I'll wear it around my well, neck. <laughs> that would make it more of a Kurtz thing. <laughs> yeah, so then anybody says, oh, you lost a finger? No, it's right here. <laughs> I got it. Uh, the so sacrifices the we make for innovation. The tradition I remains. just wanted the drone, and I got the drone, so that's all I cared about. I hold the drone with my nubs. <laughs> I got it! <laughs> he's higher than hell on morphine, and he's happy about the drone. <laughs> about how long uh, of driving had we have gotten done before... Oh, that would have been ninety, uh, only ninety minutes. You, you guys are very far at all. You just blew at least ninety two minutes hours to thirty miles an hour. We probably would. Well, you don't. You can't do thirty the entire time. There's the bad parts that we on the road. Okay. Yeah, but the, at the good section of the roads. Okay. So, so as you go, you take all the explosives away from William. He's sitting there playing with his nub. Like, I got the drone. I got the drone. <laughs> it's all I ever wanted. Drive a little bit further. Well, it could have been worse. He could have I dropped could have a died. flashbang inside yeah. the vehicle. Yeah, I know. a hand off. Fun. Or played with a pineapple. Oh, there's no drones in these? <laughs> what I'm... kind of drone is an HE drone? The one I'm not touching. <laughs> yeah, don't let him touch the one that says white phosphorus or HE. What is a heap drone? Heap drone. Yeah, heap drone. Nobody is getting any sleep tonight, which means you guys now, yeah, you're sleep deprived well, for one day. <laughs> we will we will pull off somewhere. Do you think you're going to be able to sleep after that? <laughs> yeah. You need to tie him up to make sure that he can't blow up something again. I'm already asleep. We can do that. How close <clears throat> to... Like, How close I, to I any civilization do you guys want to get? When, when did we start driving? Um, basically about 9, 30, 10 o'clock. I'd say we would go to about, I was thinking maybe like 2. Okay, that's four that, hours. I would say I'll figure we get to within. But I'm sorry, from the Sorrento area to Sanford in four hours. I, I was well, there's a lot of places where you have an, have an issue. A good example is near Seminole um, Springs, where it goes through the wooded area. That's still in good shape. Um, but I would want to get on the other side of the of the there, state forest there. 
I was gonna say, yeah. let's get to within about. A well, minute. I think I think smack dab in the middle of the forest would be a good place to stop. That's because okay. we can you get ourselves into some heavy brush. Because then you're going to be pretty. You'll be pretty close to um, what looks like on your maps where civilization should still be, and whether or not there are any people there. That's depends on whether or not the resources support right. it. So if you guys like got close. Like the Black Bear Wilderness area or something like that? That would be a good shortcut across. All right, yeah. And then we'll park and cover and set up yeah, the camouflage. Yeah, because showed that there were some farms and things in there, and it wouldn't be too difficult. Did you guys say Black Bear? Yes. Oh, Black Bear. <laughs> You're out. <laughs> so, yeah, let's All park. Right. We'll set up camouflage. and. Not a problem. Okay, you guys going to sit park there and wait until morning? Yep. But uh, see if it's about 2 Well, technically, we could set out the perimeter. Well, the, the vehicle on its own can do that. And, but, yeah, you and, could go but, set but, some out further. But but we could we could have the truck keep watch, and we could just sleep and yeah, tr- just turn the wake up when up the alarm goes out. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. It's going to be Absolutely. cramped inside. Yeah, we've, we've done worse. True. <laughs> All right. So you guys can try to get some rest. You guys going to take the standards watches. Yeah. Yep. All right. The entire time was uneventful. There's nothing. Nothing happened. All four watches. Nobody noticed anything okay. going on. So you're good. There would only have been three. Now, at this point, how close do we want to get? And do we want to approach with our vehicle, or do we want to approach on foot? Um, I'm all for getting into civvies and approaching on foot. I don't want to get confused for uh, for who was. It depends because if we approach and we see who was. We might get treated poorly if we're dressed in civvies. Mm-hmm. So I, th- I think that we'll, we'll have to observe for a few for a little. Yeah, bit. we'll have to observe yeah. a little bit. Get, if if it if it's who is, we stand a better chance of approaching them. I, I, I think uniform. I think if we walk up to them in civvies, we might get treated a little more yeah. aggressively. And that'll encourage you to want to go murder hobo on them, <laughs> which he wants. I am trying my hardest to not play a murder hobo. <laughs> um, as you guys start moving forward. Well, here's a quick question. You guys want to try to use a drone and then retrieve it to do some kind of recon. Did someone say drone? No. No. Go to sleep. Oh, okay. Because you could send you could send the one that's just start its motors and have it go up that has light um, scarring on it from an explosion. Let me put a solar panel on it. <clears throat> Let me do really have any right solar now. panels. Yeah, we'll wipe the blood stains off of it. And uh, yeah, we could launch that one. You can launch that yeah. and get, at least get like have it just go straight up, you know, for five minutes. That'll give you a good thing and then come, have it come yeah. right back down. That'll give you a big wide area information. If you do that, then you can kind of pinpoint where you need to go. All right, let's do it. And then you can grab it back, and then you guys could take some time later to try to recharge the battery. All right, let's do that. Yeah. Okay. Fly, be free. If you launch it, okay, when you launch it, it goes high as possible, and you see that there's a lot of what was old neighborhoods and they're overgrown or completely just ruins everywhere it looks like nature completely uh, retook everything the area that correlates with sanford looks like it's incredibly um just overgrown completely what looks like there's something is actually closer to you the area that on your old world uh before the end maps shows lake monroe area there are several buildings that are up against the lake that are in good shape, the decent shape. <clears throat> Basically, it looks like someone has been trying to maintain and put them together. Is this the area near the Central Zoo and Botanical Gardens? Yes. <laughs> now, you guys, all of that looks completely overgrown. 
the the actual where the zoo is because the nice part is is that you can see the old maps and overlays the it's the drone's position mm-hmm. so you guys can see this information mm-hmm. um basically it looks like about a five or a six square block area a city block area that is a where there's actually activity <clears throat> now th- what you see on the map is old i4 you see that the I-4 is not being used, but there is an actual path that goes right alongside of it. It looks like actual carts and things like that, horse trail, whatever. People have been using this as a way across. And the bridge going over the uh, edge of Lake uh, Monroe is intact, one of them, and they are using them to cross. You see a bunch of activity in here, and you even see in, in the Centralia town, there is a section that looks like it has an open-air market. And by that time, you've got all your info and it, okay. and it comes back Did up. we see anything that looked like um, guys in uniform? No, you did not see anything like that. You you saw what just looked like regular people. And they were a lot of them were, when you zoom in in the footage, because you can look at the footage after you bring it back down, they looked like they were dressed like the gentleman that you met earlier. Uh, so in roughly how The m- farmers or the... Soldiers. Like the farmer okay. and the uh, helper, um, Juan and Juan. Juan. Um, roughly, how many body count were we seeing? Approximately a hundred people. So this is a decent amount of. This is where we need to go. We should have traded old Farmer Dave uh, for some uh, for some clothes. Even our civilian clothes we brought with us are going to be out of style and looking pretty new. Rub them in the dirt. One advantage mm-hmm. that we might have Dirty is not to go into. When we were covered, when we were wearing civilian clothes, and he was heading to Centralia, he could have made it this yep. far by now, by now, right? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. So there may be word of us already here. Oh, I'll guarantee it. Probably. Oh yeah. He was a messenger, and messenger made yeah. money with information. They would be expecting at least two of us in very fine civilian clothes. Yeah. He. Yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. He only saw two of you. Yeah. He only saw me. Me and Jake. So if you guys are walking, you're about twenty minutes from where you're parked to the actual what you can tell is Centralia. Jake, I suggest you and I put on our put our civvies back mm-hmm. on, and you and I you and I hit it. I'm gonna put on. The throat mic. Mm-hmm. Roll around in the dirt. Instead of uh, the tactical, you know how just the throat mic on now? Grab the shotgun instead of uh, a... I was carrying a shotgun myself, right? Now, if you guys do things right, you have, yeah. you have backpacks mm-hmm. that look worn. Okay, they were intentionally look worn. If you guys get everything dirty enough, you could probably you could hide the shotgun in, like in the backpack. Have like just, just the handle, just yeah. the handle sticking out. If you like grabbed a sock or whatever, put over it. It's not going to stand out as, hey, I got a shotgun. Yeah, all right. You're going to make sure that uh, William doesn't chew his other fingers off while he's under all of the heavy med. What sedatives am I actually under? He just started grabbing syringes from the bag and just started stabbing you. You looked like a porcupine for about twenty minutes. Now, not all the syringes were actually used. He was just interested in stabbing you with things at the moment in the so, name of health. And some of them are full of air that he just hasn't depressed yet. Yeah. We're, we're, we're making decisions. <laughs> we're thinking about it. Can't you process some data while you're in pain? Yeah. There we go. <laughs> Still useful. You don't have to eat him. What's the minus? <laughs> he he ed because my computer tech's at 90. <laughs> That's true. I could give you a minus 40 and you could still get most of it. Okay, so you guys are going to head into town. As yeah. you guys start walking, you basically walk to the nearest road and then follow that road towards it. As you guys start walking, you'll notice it's... Now, about what is it, about 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock? You guys waited about an hour after sunrise, and you Correct. did your recon. So it's about 9 to nine 9.30, and you're heading towards that direction. And every single time you guys 
come across another road that's kind of heading north, people are actually joining the road and heading towards Centralia with you. The biggest change is you guys notice is when you go under I-4. The um, path that goes alongside of it actually has quite a bit of traffic. People, people, horses, donkeys, and on the side of the road is a semi-truck. Beat to hell. Beat to absolute hell. It looks like there's actually wood now being used for the, the top of the cab. It's open, and you see two people. It's like a Mac where it's got the front end that's the long right. nose. The nose is currently open, and you see two people bent over it. Looks like they're working on it. The tires are weird to you guys. It looks like it's something that's a, a mixture of uh, heavy-duty wagon wheel and steel with like leftover other things put on it to kind of make them look, get some kind of traction in, in dirt and mud. Let's uh, see if they need any help. Having trouble? And the one guy, the two are starting working. They, they kind of ignore you, and then the other one turns turns his head like he heard something. And he looks around, and then he looks down. Oh, what do you want? Having issues? Yeah, I, trying to keep this old stuff working is not easy. Uh, I'm pretty good with my hands. W- what's going on? Is it not running right now? It's probably beyond what you guys can handle. Mind if I take a look? He mentions something to his friend, and his friend pops up, looks at you, starts laughing. Says, yeah, why not? All right. Let's see Let's see what they can do. All right. I jump okay. up there. I do have you key. jump up there, and you look at the, the engine, and you have not seen something cobbled this bad ever in your life man those racer mods this looks like that they have the wiring looks like it was old electrical wiring out of a house from what you can tell there is something in place on top of the air intake and it looks everything when you start messing with it starts smells kind of not like diesel it smells more like a vegetable oil are we talking biodiesel probably or uh possibly uh grease yeah, everything is. The thing is leaking from everywhere, so you can see that it's been leaking oils and everything for a very long time. They found the last McDonald's with all its <laughs> grease, the one McDonald that never what? emptied its grease. Think on the gold mine. Well, using my mechanical skills. Okay, let's see what I looking over. See what I can try to figure out. Okay, you start looking at a few things, and one you reach in and you like you find one of the. Uh, where the flywheel is and everything else, you start rocking things, trying to trying to figure stuff out. And you find that the throttle body that's on the top is loose. It's completely loose. And so you know that there's all kinds of air leaks and everything else is going to cause all kinds of issues. Hmm. All right. Uh, I ask him if they have any tools. He points at the, uh, the one wrench that doesn't really fit everything. And what he's got is he's got shims. He'll put a wrench on it, and he'll put shims in to try to to make right. it work well. And they have one flat-bladed screwdriver. I'll take the, take the wrench, grab the shims, and see if I can tighten this thing down yes you can but there's no the there's no gasket so it's not going to actually you need to get some kind of material inside there okay so it needs a new so gasket. like something between the between the the top of the bolt and yes, the device the two pieces of metal yeah, yeah it needs a new gasket okay mm. well um we have some of that deer hide right yeah you guys got deer hide yeah it's back okay the, i'm gonna take vehicle. i'm gonna take a little piece actually do they have any uh ask him like oh ask them uh, if they have anything with them that's a good idea yeah yeah uh ask you guys got any leather 
yeah, if yeah. They, any leather or some pliable material or something. Oh, can... yeah, I got some leather hides in the back, but we're not here for trading. What do you... Oh, no, no, I just, if you can give me a piece, yay big, I show him how big I want, and um, let me borrow that for, or use that. I think I can get you running here. And he shakes his head going, how can you fix an engine with leather? I'll show you. Okay. Um, and I ask him, what do you need to do there, Bjorn? Um, we just need... Uh, I need to cut a piece of leather, make it, uh, we're missing a gasket. Uh, it's getting air in here. So, oh, gotcha. So okay, so you need something about the size of that bolt? Yeah, so if we put a gasket in, I think there'll be a start on getting this thing running, maybe. Okay, so he he, he produces a, a scrap. You, you can tell he didn't want to really give you anything. Uh, produces yeah. a scrap, you you do the, do the repair, and it feels more solid, but it's still kind of loose. When they go to try to start it, it runs, but you can tell this thing's running on half the cylinders. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> uh, what's their, when they start it? The, it just starts billing smoke, and the one guy goes, oh my god, you fixed it. How the hell did, you're not part of the union, how do you know? Oh, I've, I've been trained on how to work on engines. You need to get to the union and join. They're looking for people like you. Sounds like a good idea. It's a trap. Do it. Where's the union? Union dues. <laughs> well, there's two. There's two locations here in Centralia. There is a small. There's two or three guys who live here. They used to. Be, they used to drive, but now they they decided to settle down. But the actual main union, you've got to go north to Gainesville. Well, I explained to them what what, what happened. That they need that the they needed a gasket. It was getting too much air in, and that's why they weren't and it wasn't running anymore. Gentlemen, um. I can't believe that a commoner was able to fix it, an engine. How did you learn about engines? I was taught. By who? Because the union is the keeper of the the information, of the knowledge. By God. Normally, nowadays, is a minimum of two hours from here. Right. Okay. Because, like, we're from a little further north than that, not from the warlike section up there, but... I'm from a, um, we're from a little further, you know, a little further distant than that. The, uh, well, there's, you need, with talents like that, you should join the union. Even the free state will not touch a union member. Join the union. Join the union. We'll think about it. We're, yeah, we're, we're new down here. We're travelers and, um, we heard about Centralia, so we were coming here to, See what just check things out right now. So they're they're very grateful. They're actually going to be coming pulling into uh, Centralia to unload. You can just tell them that the the, the union sent you, or, or you your friends of the union, and just tell them, yeah, because they said they're not going into town. Okay, they're in a time they're in a time schedule. They in fact actually have wasted too much time already this morning, oh. and have not dealt, actually dealt with this yet. So it's they actually need to be in Gainesville in, I believe, in a week. Well, we'll let them go and go safe travels. Okay, so the, yeah, they, they pull in basically into the area that you see right there and they call people over. You see a whole bunch of people coming, start to pull stuff off. They're not like emptying the entire truck. They're small amounts. And then they're loading something else on, like they, basically bags of things. And they have a route. They drop some stuff off, pick some stuff up. <laughs> Exactly. So they're couriers. <laughs> for, the like most part, traders. for the most part. It's basically they're 
they have to stop and pick up and drop off certain things. These guys are not, you, you don't see anybody do any kind of money exchange or anything like that. It's just, here's this stuff, you give me that stuff. I think it's already been pre pre-ordered and paid for, stuff like that. Yeah, they're yeah they're they're delivering too. I get well. Anyways, yeah. Um, can we see what they're trading? You know, what they're or is it all in bags? Yes, what you see is being loaded. Looks like food. It looks like you see um, corn. You see what looks like actually meat, like deer hides, things I like, like that. Corn. Um, you see one one of the things that is still here is some citrus fruits, oranges. What you see being offloaded are other things. Like a good example is that building materials, it looked like someone had rough sawn wood was being offloaded. You also see what looks like old machinery, parts being offloaded. And there was a, uh, an elderly gentleman that was very interested in that, guiding and telling people where to go with the the metal and the wood parts that were coming off. We either go to the gate and go into town or go talk to this, that gentleman there. No, let's go to the gate and go into town. All right. So you're in town. Uh, basically, in town, there is a lot of buildings that look like that they were just patchwork together. But there are buildings that you look like there is actual repairs being done with like the wood that you saw that's rough sawn. Jake smells the smell of a forge being run. Coal and it, hot it's, iron. Yes. That's the, the the key smell is the hot iron. Okay. And it wouldn't be too difficult to find because you know how much smoke is created. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and we're probably gonna hear the ting ting or Yes, if you if you do enough uh, looking around after you go around the edge, there's also all kinds of open air selling places and then some of these buildings are actually like you find an inn where people can go in and, and rent a room. You find places where people are offering, you know, food, things like that. But you do find what looks like in towards one of the back alleys where the smell gets stronger and the noise gets stronger. You find a blacksmith. Okay. Now, when we entered town, is it a natural gate that they open and close? No, or? there was no gate. It was just a, there was post with a sign of uh, basically Centralia and it was looked like it was painted on wood security. Yes. You do see people that are in plain clothes that have long rifles. You see what look like flints, uh, flint locks. You see what look like old hunting rifles. You also see a couple of people, typically ones that are walking with somebody mm-hmm. that look like they actually have old world weapons, old like, world weapons. like a, okay. a good old, AR-15, things like that. They're not in good shape. You can see that there's a lot of wear and you don't see any of um, the bluing on, right. on the guns anymore. But it looks like people who have hired um, personal guards have, mm-hmm. are better off. But gotcha. the people who are guarding the, the town, it's a mix mash between flintlocks and uh, uh, you know gunpowder gunpowder weapons and uh, traditional cartridge weapons. And so when we came in, we weren't questioned or anything. We could just walk. You no, know, right you in. were walking in with a group of groups of other people that were all carrying things. They're not. They have security, but they're not worried too much about like people just coming and going right now. But then they've got plenty of security. But the Hua haven't. Uh, haven't managed to intimidate them either. Um, yeah. As we're walking along, is there anything like a gate or anything that can be closed? What it looks like is that they can drag something across the entryways. 
that makes it difficult. A uh, good example, basically just logs that are pointy and they look like tank, small tank traps kind of things. Yeah. Okay. So they have a bit of a militia and then it's kind of like pulling a gun on somebody in Texas. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I imagine there basically everybody is is the town's defense. Yes, that's what that's what you're getting from it. When you if you guys stop at any shops or anything, you can tell mm-hmm. that uh, pretty much everybody is armed in one way or another, okay. um, except for children, you know, right. and things like that. Uh, right. They don't like make it obvious, but if you mm-hmm. physically look for it. Mm-hmm. So well, everybody's got a gun. How do we want to do this? Do we just want to wander around town, get a lay of the town? Uh, um, yeah, we might want to try and find. Well, let's see what they're using for if they're using a currency or if it's just all barter. There's a lot of commerce for yeah, no a, specific sure currency. A tavern, not a tavern, but like a, a trade store or something like that. Oh, there's a bunch of them. There's a bunch of things, places you can go to for this all kind right, of stuff. Yeah, so they can. Yeah, besides which, we need to pick up some just because it help us to blend in, which I like to do. Pick up some other clothing, current clothing, but oh. also I want to get a sense of some of the firearms that they're using. Okay, so you can pick any random. One you can find this one. Basically, it looks like they're selling like okay. fresh produce and things like that. And mm-hmm. when you walk up home, they, they immediately ask, "What are you interested in? What do you have to offer?" Um, got any citrus? Yes, they do. They've got some limes, some lemons, um, some oranges. They they don't look like they do today. They're all more mottled. It's like uh, as if the old traditional. Um, Fruits and vegetables came back instead of the genetic right. stuff that we've had for the past two decades. This isn't like someone's from someone's tree. Right. Yeah. What it looks like is that there are some of the there's people are finding that they're some of the trees are still growing well. And so there 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 is actually some farming starting to take hold. Uh, but you find things like asparagus, you find uh, any kind of fr- uh, fruit or vegetable that can be grown in Florida is available. Uh, pull out one of the silver dollars. Hold that up to see if there if there's any interest in that. Okay. When you do that, you give it to them. And they look at it and they're they're kind of confused by it. Looking at it, going, "It's pretty. Is it jewelry? No, it's um, it can be made in jewelry. It's silver. It's uh, it can be made into uh, melted down into jewelry. It's an um, old, it's an old world coin we found. Yeah. Old, uh, you found this. It looks awfully clean. It looks awfully. Well, you know, some place called a. Ba- uh, uh, bunk or bank? He doesn't understand what you're saying, but it's... Uh, they they used to keep. Um, well, here, uh, reach, pull my wallet out and pull out one of the bills. Okay, um, we found a few. We found a few of these too. Okay, they look at that and they're not a hundred percent sure what that is. Yeah, it's like I think it used to be some kind of currency they used for trading. There was a lot of it, and it was behind. You know, said, but, um, Why would anybody want these? You can't eat them. You can't defend yourself with them. I know. Oh, speaking of, pull out one of the pocket knives and one of the uh, one of the trade knives, the actual knives. Okay. Oh God, Jake's going. In, Jake's going into full blown merchant mode. <laughs> um, <laughs> I found this in a uh, in a collapsed underground thing. It was in good shape. Um, had to break open the box it was in. Pull out the uh, the, the sheath knife. You hand him the knife. He looks at it. He's very. Very interested now. Very, yeah. very interested. This is okay. actually a tool. This is something useful. He can use, yeah. Yes. And he looks at it and he says, the, the 
20 oranges? Um, what else does he have there? Does he have other than, other than oranges? Everything there is just it's oranges, all kinds of citrus, all kinds of veggies. This person okay. is obviously most likely a small farmer. Okay. Um, actually, get a variety, uh, like five oranges, uh, if he's got tomatoes. Uh, if he's got corn or potatoes, you know, just basically kind of a kind of a mix back. Okay. Yeah, You're going to have a whole bunch of stuff, and he's uh, putting them in your arms and going, well, do you, have a, do you, you have need a, a way of carrying this. Yeah, we need a I, bag. I don't have, he, he, I could, I guess I could sell you something. Or so he looks and he finds a he finds a bag and brings it out and says, "Well, this will cost about four or five items out of your list, unless you have something else to trade." Chocolate bar? We could buy a house for that. Uh, I'm pretty <laughs> sure. But yeah, you know, pull. Hey, we could break off a square or two of chocolate. You hand it to him and he's looking at it. He sniffs it mm-hmm. and is confused. It's. it's I a, guarantee you, you have sweet. never tasted anything as sweet as this. So he looks at it and he says, "It's food." Yes. Is well, it safe? I I take a I, I take a piece from mm-hmm. ours and I eat I do it. eat it. Okay. So he yeah. then takes a small bite off of it. All right. Let's see if we blow his mind. <laughs> okay. He, he loses control over this. Um, he pretty much consumes every single thing that you gave him, and he says, "Yes, yes, I will trade for this. Give me more." <laughs> Okay. <laughs> he basically starts, he starts throwing everything that's in your arms in the bags, and he starts throwing a bunch of other stuff in the bags, and he, he holds his hand out nom, to ta- nom, nom. take the bar. Give him the rest of the yeah. bar for all that. Yes. <laughs> Jordan Bjorn, see what I mean? Yep, you just created another crackhead. <laughs> Thank God. I can create chocolate, by the way. We don't need meth. We need chocolate. <laughs> yes. There you go. Just well, gotta wait, find a no, cacao okay. hold it. We are in Florida. Sugar cane. Yeah, sugar mm. cane. Now you gotta do is figure out how you can get cocoa. Uh, we seeds. don't need to. Hmm? We'll make rum. Close enough. Molasses. Syrup. There you go. Um, All right. But you find it, it, not just that stall. Other stalls will have meats. Uh, a lot of big snake meat. Uh, lizards. Big snake. Uh, I got some big, big snake, snake meat. meat. <laughs> big stick meat. Um, there is actually a lot of deer. Um, other animal that you're not 100% sure if it went woof or not. but Snake meat. <laughs> but there's, there's all kinds of options. There's a lot of seafood. The seafood, ha- they have to import. In. And they said, they said, well, it's not far from here where the, where the fishermen are. So not, not like they can't put a you know boat out on the Lake Monroe in their backyard. And yeah, but you can't get fish or anything. Good things out of that seafood well, out of it. Well, I say also during this time, just talking, trying to find out the what's going on in town, like government wise. You know, is, is oh, there a mayor okay. stuff like that? Um, no, there is a council. There is a there is a town council, and it changes every year. Democratic Republic. Wow. Fetus went there. <laughs> it's there. <laughs> out, out of the fog of the uh, morphine and the missing of the finger, you suddenly hear over the radios. So it's a Democratic Republic. It's amazing what happens when you use drugs to take his body out of the picture and have only his brain and mouth active. It's just as. The brain works really well. If you ask any questions about like security and everything else, there is. There's a town militia. Um, they they call them the, the protectors, and the protectors. Everybody has to be a member of the protectors. Can we call you, them the guardians instead? Every every single person who lives inside of or in the area must take their turn every month to be part of the patrols and protection. It, it, like. 
This is how it should be done. It's like there Europe. are some days that you have to. Nope, you're standing guard <clears throat> this, you know, this day and things like that. Yeah, it's a true militia. What so about what, uh, when we ask about the Hua? Um, they know about it. Basically, the this the the one that you're talking to right now at the farmer. Um, basically says, yeah, I, I used to trade with people out towards the West, but in the past decade or so, and he doesn't know what a decade is, past years. Uh, many years, past many seasons, um, he stopped because it became too much of a problem. People, they were being stopped on a regular basis, and you have to pay to get passage and things like that. I know what we need to do. Smugglers? <laughs> no. We need, we need to take out the Hua. It, it sounds like this town is on the path where we need to... Yes. Th- th- their goals are similar to ours. ours. But you haven't met with the, the so, council so yet. So far, it seems no. that. Yeah. No, you haven't... Okay. You're going to ask? I'm not there. You're in the truck. Yeah, we're I'm right. Um, so you're on the radio. Hey, you guys going to talk to the council? Come on. Um, we'll ask. When does the council meet? Oh, they they meet every new moon. There there isn't there is an exception. They will meet if any violent crime has happened, and they must pass judgment. Judgment. No, no, we don't need to do that just no. to meet with them. No, no. But I want to say hi. No. Tomorrow's End is played with the Morrow Project version 4.0 game system available from Timeline LTD at www.timelineltd.com. We also use with permission the ambient sound collection from tabletopaudio.com. Check them out for a ton of ambient soundscapes for your tabletop RPG sessions. Until next time...